This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Let's welcome tonight's guest. His thoughts are off the hook. And they're in his new book, author of Don't Burn This Book, creator and host of The Rubin Report, the great Dave Rubin. There it is. She's the sharpest thing in Seattle, and that includes the Space Needle. Fox News contributor and host of Crimes That Changed America. On Fox Nation, Emily Campagno. And we keep our distance at her insistence. Host of Sincerely Cat on Fox Nation, Cat Timpava. And when he's angry, he takes the stairs. When he's happy, he brings them back. My massive sidekick and host of Nuff Said on Fox Nation, Tyrus. Look happy, Tyrus. Jeez. All right. I'm always happy. All right, David. Um, is it wrong for people to be hoping that we can open the country soon? Feel free to plug your book in this. Greg, as author of Don't Burn This Book, Thinking for Yourself in an Age of Unreason, no, it is not crazy. It's time to go back to work. I like my house. This is my studio. It's my garage. I got a pretty good operation. It's time to get out there. It's time to go to work. You remember when people used to go out for a slice of pizza for lunch or you'd maybe have a drink with a friend after work or sometimes you would just take a walk or go to the beach. I'm Mm -hmm. here in California, the the People's Republic of California, uh, in Los Angeles specifically. I've got a progressive governor. I've got a progressive mayor. My mayor wants me to snitch on my neighbors. My governor doesn't want me to go to the beach. And it's like if you are going to take the beach away from California... Like, why am I paying 98.8% in taxes if I can't go to the beach? Like, Texas is looking pretty good these days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got to get back to work. It's time. There's going to be some risk, but we got to do it. And Texas has some great beaches. It's true. You take away the beaches, California is nothing. Emily, I was talking about how we could somehow uh, tamp down lawsuits. You're a lawyer. Where do you stand on this? Yeah, I I noticed how you portrayed us in the intro, Greg. Um, I will say that I think it's important, and uh, uh, at least the GOP lawmakers have acknowledged that there needs to be liability protection in these additional phases. Absolutely. And you and I have talked about this before, that to me, the bounce back in part depends on consumer confidence, right? So us sort of doing our part going to bars, going to restaurants. I'll definitely do my part on that. But also the ability for there to be job-friendly policy. And there's a Mm -hmm. lot of policies currently in place that sort of hinder these businesses thriving. So it's not just about flipping a switch and having the economy reopen, but it's really about policies that can save and preserve jobs. And so that's up to us to help lobby or, you know, uh, talk with the vote, essentially, with those in power. As Dave mentioned, his mayor and his governor there in California, if they're not doing business friendly or making business friendly decisions, then it's up to us to hold them accountable. Yeah. You know, uh, Kat, how do you feel, A, about the media and B, about the protests? Because you're a libertarian. You're all for protests. Yeah, I just, you know, you don't want to have your protest be something 
that makes what you're protesting worse. In the people going out, not practicing social distancing, not wearing masks. But I certainly understand the frustration, and I'm frustrated. I think most people are, which is why I think it's so funny that, well, it's not funny, but it's funny that Adam Schiff thinks that what everyone wants to hear right now is he's going to investigate Trump on this. And just as someone with a background in stand-up comedy, I want to give him some advice that is good for comedians, but also (laughs) would help him in this situation, which is read the room. Like, Mm -hmm. people are dying. People are losing their jobs. People are very upset. And it's not even as though he's saying, I want to investigate this and see what happens so it doesn't happen again. He's saying, I want to investigate Trump, see what Trump did wrong, which just exposes it as a partisan hack job. Because I'm sure you could find Trump made mistakes. You could find a lot of people made mistakes. Everyone made mistakes. Uh, For example... As you also mentioned, spending 100 percent of your energy uh, in an impeachment effort that, you know, would never remove the president in February while this was all sort of building. Yeah, exactly. Tyrus, um, do you think um, people are going to moderate their behavior uh, or they're going to kind of return to the way they are once the the country opens up? Uh, I think it'll probably be a mix. I think it will be some people will adapt to the new changes and there would be that one guy, like, I've been shaking hands for 57 years, and you're going to shake my hand. And mine's like, no, bro, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always going to be that one guy. Um, you have to make changes. You have to make choices. Uh, and to piggyback off what Kat said, uh, there's a weird visual there. Um, people make mistakes. I myself made a mistake. In my homemade mask, I stole my wife's hair tie because I didn't measure my face right. So big trouble. But I need to have my mask. So you're going to make choices. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things wrong. But uh, I agree it's time to get back. Uh, Let's work with the the administration and, and the CDC and Let's not jump. Let's not go crazy. Let's not go nuts. But we do need to start making some some gradual moves. And the numbers are starting to show things are starting to go down. So I think I think it's a good time to make uh, to make those changes. But yeah, yeah, I'm not shaking hands anymore. Neither am I. And you know what? The number one sport is going to be finger pointing. And if anybody starts blaming somebody, you got to ask them what they predicted. When did you want us to go back to work? How many people did you think are going to die? If they can't predict, tell them to shove it. I, I, don't, I have no patience for the, for the blame game when things, when the risks well, start becoming visible. You know? You're going to get that, but there's this old thing my coach used to say, and I always thought it was stupid, but now it makes sense. He used to say every time somebody points a finger at someone, there's three yeah. pointing back at them, and all three of those fingers are probably contagious. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's more bad things coming at you than pointing up. Because everyone who wants to point fingers, you've got to say, what did you do? All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Is your nose stuffy? Then stay away from fluffy. A small number of cats and dogs have tested positive for COVID-19. So the CDC now recommends that you social distance from your pets as well. Cats should be kept inside and keep your dogs on a leash and six feet away from people and other animals. And obviously no tongue kissing your lizard. Tyrus, okay, People will social distance with their kids, their siblings, their grandparents. You got to draw the line with the pets. Are you going to social distance from your fish? 
Oh, how clever, Greg. I knew you were going to bring up my fish. You know, here's the awesome thing about fish, smart guy. They're yeah. already social distancing. Yes. I can't cuddle with my fish because it would kill it. So what about cuddlefish? We always have at least all the fish stay on their tank. I stay on my side. I think you I think you can social distance with pets. As a matter of fact, we just got a new puppy. And you know what the most annoying thing to me always been is some stranger coming going, oh, can I see your puppy? Like, yo, social yep. distance. Back up. Can't touch the puppy. Look, but don't touch. It's. I think it's a beautiful thing. Just keep people away from touching things that matter to you. I mean, mm-hmm. I've come to understand social distancing very specifically because I try to social distance from my family. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, six feet. Everyone back up. But that doesn't work. But just keep your bubble. Your pets are fine. Just don't let other people pet your pets, which makes sense to me. You know, Dave, I think that this is impossible because how are you going to coke? Oh, look at that. You're already breaking the law. You're breaking the law. How are you going to coherently explain Greg, to your dog how to social distance? He's not going to understand. How do you explain it to a dog? How does that compute to their dog brain? Clyde, you know what? You've trained their dog Clyde, to be with after, you. Clyde, yeah. after the Greg Gutfeld show, we can't come within 10 feet of each other. Are you okay <laughs> with that? Are you okay with that? And no more, no more Skyping with Jasper, Dana Perino's yes. dog. You can't do that either. I mean, it's, it's all so crazy. If it wasn't for our dogs right now, we'd all be going nuts. I, I'm yeah. doing uh, the exact same thing with my dog that I always have. And everyone should be loving their pets more than ever right now. They're keeping us all, they're keeping us all happy in the midst of this craziness. And I got always. Clyde the day that the lockdown started here in L.A. He was about to be put down, and we saved him. Well, you're always a fan of the doggy style, Dave. Where is uh, <laughs> Emily? <laughs> Emily? I don't know. No, I mean, he's stylish. You people are disgusting when you always think about sex. All right, I'm taking Emily. notes, Greg. I'm taking oh notes. Oh, please take I'm notes. notes. It's on TV. All right, Emily, wherever your animal goes, you're going to have to vacate. And animals love to be near you. They like to sit on your lap. So every time they come near you, you're going to have to move. This will never be able to. You can't do this. It's impossible. You can't do this. It's horrible. And the thing is, for a human, you can articulate to them. You can you can explain to your sister why you are running in horror if they're trying yes. to approach you or embrace you. But you can't articulate to your pet. They just think they're being a bad. This is this is literally like torturesome. And when this whole thing first started, there was this um, older man, and I see him every day walking his little dog. And he came up to me, this was like a few days into the home quarantine, and he was like, you know, we're buddies, we chat at the lake. And he asked if dogs can get it. And at that time, I thought the answer was no. So I was like, oh, no, you're fine. And he was like, oh, good. You know, I couldn't imagine not giving my dog hugs. And I just Mm. keep thinking about that. To Dave's yeah. point about the companionship and the comfort that these animals are giving so many people who are considered vulnerable, especially the elderly. I mean, get out of wow. here. Like, I'd rather die with COVID with my dog in my arms. Well, you know, who knows? Maybe you killed that guy's dog. I hope you're happy, Emily, with your terrible, <laughs> terrible advice. <laughs> Awful person that you are. Oh my God. You are terrible. Oh, hey, no, you can't get it. She lied, uh, Greg. She, she lied. lied. I know. She lied. <laughs> can't get pregnant standing up. I heard that, too. Cats. You have a cat. You have a cat and a dog in a New York apartment. This is impossible. It is impossible because just as everyone's already mentioned, they don't speak English. No matter what you've seen in a family-friendly hit, Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey, they do not speak English. Yes. And another point is they're not really self-sufficient, especially Carl, the puppy. 
Yeah. He's not like, okay. if I had coronavirus, it would be great advice to, you know, stay away from him. You know, you'll have the risk of maybe giving him the coronavirus. However, Mm -hmm. I will take those chances over the 100 percent chance that he would absolutely kill himself on accident if he was left to his own devices. (laughs) I mean, it's a puppy. I I can't leave him alone for two weeks. I don't even want to know what happened if I avoided contact with him for two minutes. Yeah. You know, um, you make a great point. Um, You know, pets, if you're in America, speak English, okay? Speak English. (laughs) What's your problem, huh? Or go back to whatever pet country you came from. Tired of them. Thanks to Dave Rubin, Emily Campagno, Kat, and Tyrus. I'm Greg Gutfeld, and I love you, America. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.